as we go into this section proper, I want to say something for the record, most especially for our young folks out there, for our youths. You see, um, there has to be a plan. There has to be a plan. You know, prior to COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of us has a plan. And even though there was a shutdown or there was a lockdown, we still had to brew that plan. And we are here today. Now there is an end SARS movement. There is an end police brutality movement. I believe one way or the other, the government is trying to do something, which I don't think with every sense of the word, we satisfy our young folks out there. But this is what I want to say. We should have a plan because this shouldn't be like we are starting from a scratch. What is your plan? What is your vision? Have you been doing something before? Have you set in motion something that at the end of the day, it wouldn't look as if you are starting from the scratch? I want to urge every young folks out there, get something doing. Don't let this be an opportunity for you to jump boat and not knowing where you are headed to. You have to get something. You must be pursuing something. You must be prepared for something on the horizon. Because when the door settles, it might leave you in oblivion if you don't have anything doing. And you're still going to blame the government. You're still going to hold them responsible if you don't have something. So please, I want to urge you all. The peaceful protest is good. I think we are giving the government checks and balances, trying to hold them accountable. And one other thing here is, you know, if you look at the whole movement, it it's, it's, looks like there is no leader. We need to be very careful. We need to be sensitive about this whole thing. We shouldn't let fake stakeholders come and hijack this because I believe this is how fake rebel group will be created. And this is how some way or the other, People from the unknown source we cash in into it and cause chaos for the country. We don't need that. We need peace. Because Nigeria must stand as one. So I want to believe that at the end of the day, we must be able to say this is what we are doing. This is what we stand for. And this is what development is all about. Because growth goes with development. And development must stay in line with what we are preaching. And we need the leaders to provide that for us. So I believe that is all that matters in all this. And as we go into this episode, I just want to give a special shout out once again to my Audrey team. Asmo Mohamed, he is the, the, the founder of Better Me Daily Podcast. He talks about personal development and relationship goals. And also, I want to give a special shout out to Kemi, who is also producing the, the podcast titled Most Parts, For the Most Part. Is part of our Audrey team. Much love, man. And lastly, to my wonderful Miss Aswaya. She is the producer of Make a Change podcast. I'm really sorry for the last time I mistake you for a male. Uh, you know, it's one of those things, you know, we just got into the picture. So she is also talking about uh, societal issues and uh, youth development. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. Now we are going to go into this special episode and we're going to hit the nail on the head. You're welcome and God bless you. Leaders. People are motivated by leaders. People are inspired by leaders. 
And I can tell you that Mr. Babaji Dimishola Soyondo has been an inspiration. He is a mentor to a lot of us and to me especially. And I feel that working um, for the people, being in the Lagos State Cabinet in the last one year has been phenomenal. It's not been easy, um, you know, moving from the private sector to the public sector, but I think our leader has made it an easier transition, considering the fact that he also used to be in the private sector. So in a way, you are working with someone that understands the terrain and the need to morph from the private sector to the public sector. So he's made it quite easy. The man behind me here, Chibauro, and this other one, that is the third one with Greg. That's on me. They did a lot to shape my life because I took after some of them. He would, that one is that one. That one is, yes. He will be 95 in September. That's in how say when you have your objective and you set it, you must be consistent. If you are not consistent, your graph will be you go like this, it comes down, it goes. No, it is no magic. So the youth are, they used to say, the youth of today are the leaders of tomorrow. Mm. To understand, they can lead now, mm. but they should learn how to lead. I was reading one of the things they put in the platform yesterday. Somebody has to make a progress, you don't need the past. Who tells you you don't mm. need the past? Mm. Those who made mistakes in the past, if you look at it, they will, that one will guide you to do your tomorrow. But they just see quotation in books, copy it and put somebody's name. Yes, yeah. But you find some of these quotations also are good. Yes. Like Churchill, Churchill will say, Churchill said, <clears throat> one mark of a great man is to have handled events in his lifetime so that the cause of events will have cause, will have recourse to him. One mark of a great man is to have handled events in his lifetime so that the cause C O U R S E of events okay. after him will have recourse to him. Huh. I read a bit of Turkey and I enjoy it. So you, you find the youth should expose themselves. You have <clears throat> you every one of them they want to cheat you, they want to use you. My great mentor. Now lie. They don't. They don't. They don't. You are not this man. That's, a, that's one of them. My river leader, my mentor. Somebody who does not come to you. Somebody who does not. You don't see in the way he or she is doing things. A trait of learning from you will call you mentor. If I call you follow my mentor, now everybody around me who knows me that she is. I was not close to him, but I was close. One of the greatest things he all did, which further endeared me to him, was in 1978. We were discussing revenue allocation in the next republic. The election was coming in 79. You say I'm going outside. Yeah, yeah, the youths must know all this. Yes, sir. But like, I just say we're all on the front table. Small boys like us, we sat behind them, they didn't get space, you found us sitting on the ground. But that day I just decided, I still have the note, I'm going to find it out. 
and began to take note. Professor Aluko was the head of that team and several others. He made the submission, very, very rich submission. She was always looking at him. When Aluko sat down, he always said, Thank you, Prof. But I don't agree with you. I don't agree with your submissions. That is the problem you people have. You don't know how to take the problem of this country and get it solution and so solution the approach to solve it. The world of an allocation you are allocated ten percent, twenty percent. No. The first thing you should do is to make education free throughout the country. That anybody who is educated is already an asset. Empowered, yes. Health. You should, then you went into education. You said, you are talking of university. How much does the amount contributed by parents form? What is the percentage it forms of the entire money used in running the university? He said, some universities. In the university, about 95% is provided by government. Then we didn't have all these uh, private universities. The 5% put it, the government should put it and throw away all frivolities in government. Health, is that the same thing? To pay doctors, to pay nurses, with the card they are buying, or the drug they are, they are buying, the, the drug is in and out. He said, we should also make that one. It's after you have taking some junk for education and for health, then begin to share the rest. I'm talking just about five minutes. He spoke for one hour for the five minutes. The clapping was almost uh, then. Uh, the leadership is more of the relationship between the followership and the leadership. I'll use the setting and office environment. You are conducting a meeting. It's not a one-man show. You have to allow your subordinate to have input. You have to be able to project. You know, you have to project both difficult and good time. Now we are going to we, let's imagine we are going to have something like this corruption. If we have a very unfortunate something, what do we do? And that's why when we prepare budgets, we call something stabilization accounts. It's for emergency. We take we between ten to twenty five percent of that money is put on touch. Okay. So if anything happens, we go back to that stabilization accounts. Leadership must be able to let them know not every money that is contributed is spent. Then the basic needs to sustain whatever system we are running, leadership must be able to put and list it down as priority area. When you get to a meeting, everybody makes their contribution. And then the consensus is that once we agree on this table, if we must change it, we come back to this table. Leadership must contact. Once there is a resolution, leadership don't want to be popular to everybody. Because you know the consequence of that is that you go back to point zero again. Once a consensus has been taken, you know, in terms of a political setting, you go back to the people, you take their mandate. They give you the mandate, you then draw a line. There is no compromise. Because while some people are complaining, others are going to be showing results. Yes. That at least traffic is moving. They have removed street traders. I'm not dressed. What else do you want man to do? 
But I don't want to offend people. A lot of people will say they are source of living. It's a source of income. Yes. That's that's not leadership. You must take the bull by the home. But in doing so, decision must be reasoned by consensus. And whatever decision is subject to review, that's leadership for you. You just don't take a decision and say, you test it for the first three months. Does it bring the required result? If not, you go back to the same thing again and say, my man, you give us the mandate to do some of these things, but we discover that we are having difficulty. We want to subject it to him. It's a concern. That's why government agencies are departmentalized. You know, the federal agencies now, we have ministry, department, and agencies. You have one for power, you have one for transport. Have, what are they doing? And with all the confusion we are managing. We have education, we have health. That's the sense. Everybody yeah, have its own role, and they work simultaneously. Uh-huh. Why the transport people are providing railway line, you know, air line, and not the rest of it? The one in in medicine is budget primary health care, health, middle level, yeah. complex. The education is doing primary, secondary, university, you know, postgraduate, and not the rest of it. Everybody is doing their job in their independent channel. They are reviewing what they are doing, and they are coming. They let me know what they are doing. But then when decisions are taken, it's the responsibility of leader to make sure that the thing is rolling Yes, very well. And of course, what will create problems is certainly when you don't think beyond the box. You have to know that we have made this point, we are going to use 100 days to achieve. But if 100 days is not, it's not possible. There's a built-in something. You can come back and see how much do we have to, to bear the shock. And what other thing that is key is human resource development. One of the most important things in developmental something is human resource. And you are, you are going to continue to invest in that resource. We need somebody, we still need a leader, a community leader, that will be respected by all the divisions in the community. And that person will not be a politician, just as the person is not. Okay. I must be able to, to, to win the respect of the politicians. That person must be the community leader, the head. Just as Aulo was uh, the head of the there, we must also have somebody that we can say is the head. So that person will play a role of a unifier. That person will be a symbol of unity. That person will be a symbol of cooperation. Even if the political parties are fighting against the particular issue, that person will have the, the capacity and the ability and the respect to call them and tell them, hey, look at you. This is the man we are supporting. Yes. This is, my, this is where we are going. And nobody we go against him. We are looking for that kind of leadership. That, that is the kind of person that we think that, yes, the leader, this is the leader of the community. When government wants to talk, they will call him. And that person will represent the Kurudu altruistically. Not the politicians that we have today that when they ask questions, they, 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 they give answers that we favor them. That is, not, that is not the kind. So we have not really got <coughs> excuse me. 
we have not really got the kind of leadership that I, that I want. I am looking at, we have so many, it doesn't mean, you don't, you don't determine leadership by age. Like people say that the old age of Methuselah has nothing to do with the wisdom of Solomon. It could be a 54-year-old person. It doesn't necessarily have to be something 70, something 90, something. It doesn't necessarily have to be. What we need from that person is his unifying ability, capacity to, to network, and the respect that we accorded him by every sector. Something I'll start from what it is not. It's not something you just pluck from the tree. Leadership is inbuilt, firstly. Then leadership is developed and through experiential growth get to position of leadership. So that by the time we get to the position of leadership, you have a whole lot of experience you can look behind you that you can draw. Because leadership brings challenges which you may not have read in any book. So that is why I said it is inbuilt, it is developed, and it's, it is a process. But you find some people who want to start climbing the tree from the leaves. We believe that there must be common relationship between the people of the environment and the people governing the, the environment. People should be able to express their feelings. And then when people cannot see the people governing them, how can they express their feelings? And then we believe that by organizing all sorts of the programs that we are talking about, at least it will keep them busy and it will keep them relating with the yeah. government. Bible said it in the Bible, have dominion. When he created Adam and Eve and kept them in the Garden of Eden, the first thing he said was, um, multiply, replenish the earth and have dominion over everything. That means God has made each and every one of us a leader. Okay. Maybe not necessarily unto others, but first and foremost, you must be a leader over yourself. Okay. So inadvertently, you should be able to lead yourself before you can lead others. So I think that would be my number one perception around leadership. It's about leading yourself before you can now inspire and maybe have greater aspirations than others to be able to pull others along on your path or towards your goal. You should be able to lead yourself right so we are all born leaders leaders over ourselves and i think the breakdown of law and order comes about as a result of others or some people not being able to lead themselves and leading yourself means self-control so you have laws in place because some people would not keep to leading themselves being in control of themselves so laws are put there to act as guidelines and then that's why you now have some being leaders over others because they can keep themselves in control. And then others can look to them as a source of inspiration to keep themselves under control and then to work towards a goal. Now, check this out. There has never been any other time in history 
most especially in the history of Nigeria, where leadership is very key to the advancement of a nation until now. There has never been any more time in history where leadership is nothing but the only solution to the movement of a nation, most especially in Nigeria until now. That is why when you look at the NSAS movement today, nobody knows where it is going to because there are a lot of issues that need to be tackled and solved immediately. So what are we going to do? What is the youth going to do? What are the leadership going to do? What is the government going to do? We shall be looking at that through the lens of a lot of leaders in this very special episode of Ikorodu News Network Podcast. My name is Eromana Michael and you are much welcome. Leadership is the process of influence. It is a process. It doesn't just happen like a magic. It takes a broader process in influencing people towards achieving a desired goal, a desired what? objective. So that is leadership. So leadership is not about waking up one day and becoming a leader. You go through some tutelage before becoming that. And that has been demonstrated in Lagos. We have Fashola, we have Amody. They have been taken through some tutelage by somebody. So it is a process. Some people say that leaders are born, leaders are made. That's the debate for another day, not within this scope. Now, when you talk about leadership, we are talking about somebody, a group of people, leading some other people to a vision. A vision is not something that is open to everybody. Some people sat down and organized a coup some time ago. They knew what they had in mind. That was a vision. So, as a leader, you must have that vision within yourself. And you must be able to translate that vision to your followers. So you are not a good leader until you are able to comfortably, comfortably, I mean, you know, give that vision to your Sell the idea to them. Convince them. No, not by forcing them to have that vision. And you must be able to communicate that vision to them. Yes, so what is it that makes people always want to read the news? What is it that makes people always want to know what is going on? What is it that makes people want to say, okay, so what's happening in this sector? What's going on in this sector? And who are those people on standby, ready to bring this information out for your consumption? Well, these are some of the things that the Kurodu News Network will be looking at. Dissemination of information. Verified authentic and legit information don't go anywhere this is what we'll be delivering to you from time to time consecutively and to the best of our capacity we'll be here inn linking ikorodu thank you